Hey y'all, you are listening to another episode of The Spiritual Homegirl, where we discuss all things concerning self-development and bettering our spirit, but from the homie perspective, somebody that's going through the journey day by day, just like you. Hey y'all, it's your girl Maria, the Spiritual Homegirl, and you listening to another episode of the Spiritual Homegirl Podcast. Now, before we get started, y'all know I can't do any podcast episode without thanking you all for listening. So thank you for listening, boo. Out of the tens and thousands of podcasts that are in podcast land, you choose to lend me your ears once a week for about an hour or so. But in this case, we every day with it. We are all gas, no breaks, 100 miles and running on the Spiritual Homegirl Podcasting Marathon. I am in. I am basically interviewing and podcasting every day until the end of January. So it is currently January 18th. I am over halfway done. This has been kind of fire. I don't know if I'm going to even stop on the 31st. We're going to see how I feel once the month is over. But I want to talk about a experience that I had that helped me resolve an insecurity that I had. It was a minor insecurity, but an insecurity nonetheless. And I was about 21 years old. And I was promoting parties with my girls back in the day, long time ago. And um, and when I say promoting, I mean like, you know, you get cute, get your friends in free, tell everybody about the party, you know, free drinks, the whole nine, you know, you just have a good time. You know, you're cute and everything and there's no problem. Um, that's when clubs were still fun. <laughs> like it was VIP culture, but it wasn't as bad as it is now. Like it was VIP culture. Like you could literally sit in your little section, look cute, Go down to the dance floor, have you a good time and just kind of vibe out. And then when you're ready to sit down, you just go to the VIP section. VIP section wasn't really like, like, it wasn't as big as a status symbol as it is now. Like people's whole like, like people just, they just cute. They don't even like get up and dance. They don't have a good time. They just kind of pose and posture and take damn selfies all, all hour. Like, come on now. Like the club is from like 10 to 4, depending on where you at. When I would go, we would get there around right before midnight maybe eleven thirty, and then you know depending on the club we close it down maybe about 2 50 on, on the early side five o'clock in the morning on the other side so you know that's a lot of hours to be sitting there looking cute and pretty and not doing nothing not having a good time and taking selfies all freaking night but it wasn't that wasn't that culture back then so i normally didn't do the cutesy stuff though and what i mean by cutesy stuff is i never really was the girl that dressed up in the makeup and i mean i granted I wear eyeshadow and things like that, but I didn't start wearing makeup like foundation, concealer, things like that. I didn't start doing that um, until I was really like, I had played around with it, but I hadn't really did it until maybe three years ago, 2017-ish. So I went a very long time uh, being basic in the face (laughs) when it came to just eyeshadow, a cute lip. And my eyebrows had to be done because, you know, that's just all point blank, period. So I didn't really do a lot. But um, I just, I don't know. Like, it was, we would be cute, but it wasn't like the the bottle girl cute. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, bottle girls have a, um, for those who don't know, bottle girls are the girls that bring the bottles, the bottles to the VIP section. So I wasn't cute, cute like that, like that. Like, I did cute in my own way. So, yeah, I may have had a dress on. I may have had a theme. You know, if it was a theme party, I may have dressed to the theme and been real cute. But in terms of, um... I don't know. Like, I just, I hope y'all understand what I'm saying. So basically, I was never the, the model. It was never like a model promotion, like a promotional model. It wasn't like that. It wasn't as far as, at least that's what I thought. I never thought of myself as a promotional model. Um, but anyway, so I, I don't know how I got into doing the Bad Santa Party, but Fo Diddy, 
Shout out to Fodidi. It's been a very, very long time. Um, this is before him, and I think it's right before him and Dr. Siham got married, his wife. Um, for those who don't know, Fo is Nigerian, if I remember correctly. And um, his wife is um, East African, Ethiopian. I think Ethiopian, Somali, if I remember correctly. Um, but definitely Ethiopian in there. And they needed girls to be the cute promotional models. And I don't know how I got into the San- the Bad Santa Party to do that, but I did. And there was uh, these outfits that they had to, you know, custom make and things like that. So they had us come in and fit ourselves and then they made the outfits and then it was time to do our makeup. So the night of the Bad Santa Party, I'm in this green room area where Dr. Siham, and I call her Dr. Siham because she really, I mean, she's been Dr. Siham since I've been aware of her existence. Um, and that's a very long time ago. She's a physical therapist, last I remember. Um, she's obviously since been married since then and has had uh, a few children with foe. So I'm not sure she's practicing now, but even then I still call her Dr. Seahome because you got to put respect on the credentials. You feel me? So she was doing my makeup and I was looking at her face while she was doing Now, granted, Dr. Seahome is beautiful. So I would look in her. I would just look at her every time. And then I'm up, I'm up close with her. So I'm just staring at her like, dang, like. And I'm looking at her in a sense of I see myself in her in a very strange way. And it was her eyes because she and I have the same type of eyes. And the eyes I'm referring to are deep set eyes with dark circles underneath them. So at this time, like I said, I wasn't wearing makeup, but at the same time, I, I liked my body. But the, but it was still, I'm holding in one hand, yeah, I like myself. But on the other hand, I'm like, how come nobody really has these types of eyes? Like, I can't really, I don't understand. Like, what is it about? Like, I don't, I don't, I always look, like, somebody may say I may look tired all the time, but I'm like, that's just me. I may have gotten 10 hours of sleep the night before, but I'm like, no, these are just my eyes. So was, I was still trying to explore and figure out, like, where did this come from? Like, so the more I get into my family tree, I realize it's hereditary, but I'm like, I don't think any, like, I just kind of felt like a, a bit insecure about it, like a little bit. I mean, I still thought I was cute. Don't get it twisted because ego at the time was on 10 trillion. So you couldn't tell me I was, I wasn't cute. But at the same time, I still kind of was like, what is this about? So I'm looking at Dr. Siham and I said, Dr. Siham, and she was doing my makeup and she was like, what's up? And I said, you're really pretty. I said, how do you feel about your cycles? And she said, you know, she basically was like, this is my heritage. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to sit here and, 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 and disrespect my heritage or disregard my heritage. I mean, my eyes, everybody in my family, like she basically was saying that that's a, that's a symbol of her heritage. And she's not going to, uh, feel negatively about her face or any facial features of hers because that's essentially her blood, her bloodline. And it clicked for me. And I was like, dang, she's like, and you know, she basically said, you know, you're pretty deep set eyes and all. That's that's your heritage. And it's one thing to go through your own family tree and you have a bit of an insecurity about it. But when someone reaffirms you in that way that looks like you to that degree, it just hit different. And ever since that night, and that's been a very, very, very long time ago, I've always made it a point to show my eyes for that very reason. I've been told my eyes are very intense. I've been told that sometimes I look tired even when I'm not, depending on who's saying it or what kind of shade they're trying to throw or what truth they feel that is about my face. But I make it a point to show up with no makeup and things like that on because I feel most comfortable with no makeup on. Now, granted, if I have a cute face, you better believe y'all going to get this face. Y'all going to see it on social media. Y'all going to see it wherever. I'm going to take pictures and be cute. But what I'm saying is it's, it's affirming to the sense of 
it, it the makeup accentuates me, but it don't make me. You feel me? Because I am secure in all parts of me, even the parts that don't conventionally look like everybody else. Just like there may be people who are thick and they may are fat and they are happy being fat. That's not conventional of what's accepted in society as beautiful. And they're like, you know what? Like, I love myself regardless. Yeah, I may be, you know what I'm saying? I may be having some extra pounds, but I wear it well. Heifer, so do something. You ain't going to do nothing because I look, I feel good regardless. Like, even in um, yesterday's podcast episode with Delora, you know, Delora was saying that a man tried to attack her verbally because she took his parking spot by calling her fat. It's like, yeah. She was like, yeah, I'm curvy, so what? <laughs> And next. So I'm basically saying all of us to say that there may be some things that you may be insecure about. And sometimes we may compare ourselves to what society has created as conventional beauty, um, perfection. And women, we get women. We have it so hard, so hard. And when I say women, I mean women with an ex. We have it very hard because they, and when I say they, it's not us. It's, it's the patriarchal systems telling us what works for them, how we should look in order to be satisfying or sexy or acceptable or loved based on how we look. And I think that's just complete BS. Now, I know some folks is pro-surgery. And to be honest, I am too, to a degree. Now, am I going to get surgery? No. But who am I to tell somebody else that they can't get it so that they can feel good about themselves? I know people that have gotten surgery and they are out there living their best lives. I've seen people do a little tiny little adjustment and they and they and they handling business. I've also seen situations where folks get one, then get another surgery, and then they're good. I've also seen on a few ends, a very few, where people get one, then get another, then get another, then get another, and then it develops into some type of um, feeling of never being satisfied with how they look. So they always gonna be constantly trying to tweak and adjust and things of that nature. Again, we all got our hang up, so it ain't really for me to judge somebody else in terms of what they need to feel like they're they're okay in their skin. But what I'm saying is that's just my moment with how I was affirmed that sometimes maybe and I'm not saying this for everybody, because again, everybody knows their journey better than mine and you know, I don't know. I'm only the master of my own experience. I can never sit there and say, based on me being a master of my experience, and I'm a master of your experience. But I just want to put this out there. You know, is it, do you think that our feelings about whether we feel pretty or not, is that shaped by patriarchy? Number one. And number two, if you had somebody that had the same imperfections that are perfect, because, you know, I always say we perfectly imperfect. Would you be affirmed if someone that had the exact same imperfection of you affirmed you as such and said it was okay? Because I don't know how I would have felt about my eyes down the line if I had not had that moment. And I know that sounds so simple, right? Like, oh, a woman with your eyes said that it was cool. And I mean, <laughs> big deal. But for me, that meant a lot. I think representation and identifying with people, I think that goes a long way. And being able to have a, a beautiful have a shot woman tell me that it's okay. And, and she, and I'm looking with my deep set eyes and these circles under my eyes, I'm looking right into them same eyes of a beautiful, super successful woman, great personality, great energy, great spirit telling me it's okay. 
like my heart even talking about it it just it just makes my heart so full that's one it's a really it's a defining moment in my life and i don't think anybody will really understand our defining moments the way we do because we live it no matter how many times we tell it no matter how much passion we have when we tell it no matter how emotional we could get if we're recounting the story but for me that really was a game changer um so i just want to share that with folks sometimes you know it just takes being affirmed by somebody that's doing the same thing you do that makes that just kind of puts us in changes directory uh or trajectory excuse me direction and trajectory i'm over here trying to make up words of where we going in life so i just want to share that story um and shout out to dr Siham. it's been a very long time she may or may not remember that moment but i know i will never forget it for the rest of my life and every time i see a woman that has deep set eyes just like me or has a beak nose just like me i love my nose by the way i ain't never tripped on that um but anytime i see somebody with features like me whether even with this hair down to having curly hair or thick hair i always make it a point to tell them i like your hair it looks nice especially little girls because little girls eat that that early that they're okay before somebody else usually a person who don't look like them before somebody else tells them that they're not enough so i always go out my way and tell little girls and 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 women especially like you look good like you know and and i mean that genuinely especially again with with those features are similar to mine and also when those features aren't necessarily told that you know are are presented as being um preferred because if you notice there's a there's a procedure for everything you got dark circles okay we'll put this chemical here Matter of fact, you can get this this uh, this procedure and you can do this and the third. Oh, your lips are too big. Oh, well, okay, well, let's do something there. Oh, well, your lips are too small. Okay, well, let's fill them up. Like there's so many things that like you can literally find a procedure or a chemical to fix almost anything in the human body strictly for aesthetics. Now, I understand some women get their nose broke and some men get their nose broke but for, for fighting or domestic violence. I understand that. I do. So sometimes you got to you got to get plastic surgery and do what you got to do. But for, for other people who may have been told like their features are ugly, like I just really, um, I don't know, like a, a part of me wants to say, yeah, you know, you're enough. But what good is that if you don't feel that? You feel me? So I guess this whole point of this podcast is that I really send love and, and good vibes that whatever it is that we decide to do with our bodies and our faces, what have you. I pray that at some point we all realize that we really are enough and we are beautiful just the way we are, whether it's no surgery, whether it's a couple of surgeries or what have you, like whatever it is, I pray that everybody gets to a point where they are in love with themselves without the makeup, without the weave, even though, granted, I got some faux locks in my hair right now. Let's keep it real. I have some makeup on the other day, but you know, even though those things are great and they're accentuators, I pray we get to a point where we know we fine with or without it. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> so that's it, y'all. I just want to uh, just just send that out there in the universe, and I pray that somebody receives it. Um, again, regardless of what they decide to do with their bodies, but don't forget to sign up for Tribe Letter. It's coming out within the hour. Yes, within the hour. It's coming out early. I'm doing the Capricorn music playlist because Capricorns, y'all season is almost up, okay? And I got to send y'all out in style because I am the spiritual homegirl and I love music. And y'all know I like to do my playlist on Instagram. Last night, Instagram had me twisted and bent up like some fake jewelry. They did not let me post my playlist. They not let me post my little 10 stories that swipe left. They, they wasn't going for that. After the third hour, I said, oh, I got to bootleg it. 
I posted some of the stuff that was on my Capricorn music playlist to my stories. Ooh, that was so trash and so bootleg and that's so below standard. But I'm a woman of my word and I promised a few of y'all that I would preview what was on that Capricorn music playlist, which is over two hours long, on my Instagram profile. And that's another reason why I have a love-hate relationship as I did that episode last week. Why I have a love-hate relationship with social media because... Their errors are your errors. So even if you good and you ready to go, if they got a glitch or something in the matrix, your stuff ain't coming out. That's why I like to deal with people on Tribe Letter because I ain't got to deal with nobody but me. And if anything go wrong, 99.9% of the time is my fault and not nobody else's. So sign up for Tribe Letter. You can go ahead and do so. It's my show notes. You can do so at spiritualhomegirl.shop or if you're following me on Instagram at spiritualhomegirl, you can definitely click that link and sign up uh, for Tribe Letter that way. Also, follow my backup, The Spiritual Homegirl on Instagram and make peace with the day. That's how I do what I do as The Spiritual Homegirl. For those who don't know, I am a certified aromatherapy practitioner. I'm a certified community counselor. I am also a certified meditation teacher. So I am really about this competency life. I'm also a grad student at I'll tell y'all later. <laughs> but I'm currently in school in Southern California getting uh, my master's so I can become a therapist to adults. Uh, mental health and wellness is very important to me. Um, and I just want to make sure that I have my competency so I can talk what I talk and continue to walk what I walk. So that's what I do with my piece of the day. Also, Facebook and YouTube, I'm Spiritual Homegirl. YouTube, I have three episodes rolling for those that are hard of hearing. Shout out to my hard of hearing folks. I am going to put closed captions. I'm, I have a hundred and... I didn't even number all of my episodes these past four years. So I know I got at least 130 episodes. Y'all looking at 131 right now, but I know I got over 131 because some I didn't number because I didn't think they were long enough to be episodes. So we're starting at episode three on YouTube. They're all going up and that's on point blank, period. So if y'all have not heard the episode with the Mindsex Mentor, Delorean Young, um, I definitely would tap in to yesterday's episode. We're talking about Mindsex mind sex mastery how she became the mind sex mentor and how to use sexual energy in and out the bedroom to be successful personally and professionally i can attest to delora it's rare that i will bring somebody on my platform and not stamp them or at least be able to uh sniff them out and vet them for myself or at least test the credibility or competency of what they do delora and i after we interviewed, she actually showed me how fly she is with this mind sex mastery stuff about two and a half years ago. And I can personally assess that really affecting my life and positively um, impacting me as I embarked on my move to California and, and settling here and things of that nature. So the Lord know what she's doing. I would definitely tap in with yesterday's episode if you have not done so, which is episode 130. If you're on Clubhouse, I know for those that don't have iPhones, I'm sorry. We're going to work on figuring out how to get this, this room to you. But... Um, I am doing a clubhouse room every Monday with Delora called Mind Sex Mondays, where we are going to talk about Mind Sex Mondays. And now that we are going live within the hour, I feel comfortable saying that we are going to do demonstrations of what Mind Sex Mastery is about. So you just got to be comfortable talking about an experience that you've had and allow Delora to go ahead and um, break that down for you and figure out how to transmute that experience into uh, positive things in your life in and out of the bedroom. Okay. So that's what we own. We're going to be respectful of your time. It's only going to be an hour. That's the goal. So, um, so yeah, that's, that's where we at with it. I'm really excited. And what else is going on? I just said so much. Um, I mean, Facebook, Instagram, oh, spiritualhomegirl.shop. If you want 
some spiritually expressive clothing, aromatherapy solutions to help you calm down, unwind, balance, release. I have crystal infused aromatherapy inhalers, um, plastic inhalers, glass inhalers, bath sets, as well as roll-ons. Again, crystal infused aromatherapy is the name of my game. Been doing this for about three or four, I think four years now. So, so yeah, so fool with your girl at spiritualhomegirl.shop. I also have a Patreon. I'm over halfway. No, I'm not quite halfway at my goal. I'm almost halfway at my goal. So I need 13 more patrons to sign up so that I can give a very exclusive gift to the members of that community. I promise that I would do that. And I am a woman of my word. So I would like to make sure that um, I'll take care of my folks. If you want to support a black woman creator or participate in our sun sign challenges, I got one more post to go for Capricorn season. Then we're moving on to Aquarius. You can definitely sign up at patreon.com forward slash spiritual homegirl. All this stuff is in my show notes. So just click a link and you'll find me. But shout out to my Patreon crew, Leslie, Tia, Jessica, uh, Corey, um, it's so many people Maria, Tiffany, and Kenyana so I appreciate everybody for tapping in with me on Patreon I really enjoy doing different content for uh, people that want to work with me a little deeper also I have my coaching that I'm about to launch formally I've been doing coaching on the low low but um, my system I think is pretty fly so I think it's time to go ahead and uh, share that with the world so <laughs> 2021 gonna be that man it's gonna be a gregorian 2021 about to be fire i'll leave it at that okay i'm not to talk about nothing before it's done but it's gonna be fire so with that being said i'm gonna jump off of here i'll catch y'all tomorrow this has been another episode of the spiritual homegirl podcast my name is maria the spiritual homegirl the only the original and uh don't forget y'all trust the journey and trust yourself and remember it's okay to be perfectly imperfect peace